1: what is up waffle gang i do hope you are well my name is mark and today we're checking out some r slash am i the butthole if you'd like to skip the initial waffle timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below but if you are new here please consider hitting that like that subscribe and maybe that notification bell too as it all really massively helps out this channel and it truly truly does so please don't forget what you do is such a positive for this channel so thank you so much and with that being said we're just gonna get straight in to today's stories Much love guys. Now this first story does come with an update afterwards and it's from readycod 6719 I'm either or for not helping my ex after he left our business. I, female 29, met my ex B, male 29, at college and started a business right after our senior year. Our relationship often got toxic but I think being business partners kept us together. Eventually our business started having financial troubles comes from well so i asked him to get a loan from his parents which he agreed to two months later b suddenly asked for all of the money back we were always planning to pay it but we had mutually decided on manageable installments and i was not in a position to return all of it at the same time b said his father was very sick and since he was in retirement his health insurance situation was tricky this seemed particularly odd to me because one b did not give me any details on the sickness two He didn't let me call his mother because she was grieving and couldn't talk about finances. Three, mum had more than enough money to pay for his treatment. Every time I tried to investigate, he asked me to trust him and that's what I did. Getting the money back was an ordeal. We had already invested all of it in the business and I had to take some out and even give away all of my personal savings. About three weeks after this, B called me to tell me that we are done. He also wanted out from the business and that the only other time I saw him was with lawyers when we were dividing our business assets and he was withdrawing his name from all the official documents. I was devastated. In addition to all the emotional trauma, I had virtually no finances to fall back on and moved back in with my mother for a bit. I never heard from B and after talking to some of our mutual friends who were on my side, I found out that B's father was not actually sick. I wasn't surprised. Five years later, I never gave up on my business and slowly it grew and helped me pay for all my debts and live a comfortable life. I heard from some friends that both of B's parents passed away, but I didn't pay it much heed. In the midst of lockdown, I got an email from B. I know this was not going to be good, but I responded, guided by my curiosity to know what he did with all that money. His parents had cut him out of their will and he had a child with a woman who abandoned them. He also got laid off because of COVID and he told me he was struggling to feed his son. He told me that since he was instrumental to the business foundation, he deserved a cut from it now that it was successful. When I asked him about the money, he said his parents were pressuring him, which I did not believe. They were always on board with his frivolous purchases and knew me well enough to tell me that they wanted it back. I consulted my lawyer who said B had no legal claims to the business. But when I told my best friend about it, she said she was appalled by the fact that I didn't give it a second thought, especially because he was responsible for the business idea and his initial investment was twice as much as mine. She thinks I'm an asshole, so I'm here to find out now i think you're going to be wow. Well, you're not the arsehole from both a business and like a moral point of view he left you like possibly being bankrupt using having to use all your savings to keep your business going and keep yourself afloat you had to move back in with your mum so you're absolutely not the arsehole from that point of view and from the business point of view as well you know he signed all the documents to sign the business over he could have negotiated if he wanted to The whole thing sounded like he was just getting ready to leave you anyway, and that's why he wanted the money back and used his father as an excuse, because you said he wasn't ill. So it all just sounded like one big excuse so he could get his money back and just bail out of the situation. So absolutely not the arsehole in this situation, and I can't wait for the update. We're gonna cover a couple of the comments first. Honest Elk says, that's a clear not the arsehole. Congratulations to you for preserving with the idea long enough to make it a success. And Revolutionary Ad says he lied about his father being sick. He's probably lying about the child. Do not let your friend guilt trip you. And Chutson says, your best friend sucks. You are not the asshole. You don't owe your ex at all. You did the work so you get to reap the rewards. And Witchy Red says, not the arsehole. He left you with nothing and the possibility of being bankrupted. He had lawyers that made sure he was removed from all business affairs in case it failed. He is not entitled to anything. I'm sorry he's having these issues caring for his son, but given his history, this may not be entirely true. And now we move over to the update. It's been some time since I posted this, but I wanted to thank all of you for steering me in a clear direction. The volume of responses was overwhelming, and I'm sorry for not getting back to all of you. Now for the update, my ex does really have the son and I was able to verify this. I also found out that he wasn't cut out of his parents' will. The money simply just wasn't as much as he was expecting. Even though he did lose his job, he had a lot of fallback money. I also forgot an important detail in my first post. I recently did an interview in a local newspaper about my business and my ex may have read that and found out that my business was doing well. Since he didn't need that money, my only explanation for why he reached out to me is that he felt entitled to my success and the money I made. Now, about my friend, she admitted that he reached out to her before he emailed me, but later after some coaxing, she told me that they had been speaking casually for some years. I'm not the most confrontational person, so I cut her out of my life, and yesterday I found out through Facebook that they are engaged. Well, one last thank you. I am admittedly a gullible person and you all helped me not get played. Holy moly, the final twist in the tale there. She was in it all along. Well done, OP for not getting played and you know, for having a successful business and hopefully future too. Well done to you. Now let's move on to the next story. Now, this next story is from White Dress 3304 i Am I the arsehole for asking my wife to change the dress she was going to wear at my uncle's wedding? Now from the name, white dress and from the title As you US folks say, and I love to hear it, this could be a doozy <laughs> Basically the title, but here's some context So my male 27 uncle got married a couple of weeks ago He's the youngest of four and he's four years older than me And for that, we are super close However, my wife has not been on good terms with my uncle's wife, but overall they're cordial with each other. Three weeks prior to the wedding, she purchased a white dress, which was similar to a wedding dress, silhouette style. I asked if she was gonna wear that at the wedding and she said no. She already had a yellow maxi dress for the wedding. I was relieved, otherwise we would have had a problem. While we were getting ready to go, she walked out the bedroom wearing the white dress I saw weeks ago. I told her to wait and asked her why she was wearing the white dress and not the yellow one. She said she gave it to her sister since it's her style and couldn't say no because her sister begged her to borrow it for a trip. Explained that the white dress looked better and felt more comfortable, so no problem. I said, of course we had a problem. Wearing white to a wedding when she's not the bride is a huge no. I told her I didn't want for us to cause drama and attention, but she got mad and said she's an adult and is responsible for her dress choice. I firmly told her, as the argument got heated, that I strongly believe her reasons to wear the white dress were because of her issues with my uncle's then soon-to-be wife. I suggested that she stay at home and not attend if she can't get along with her, but she said it wasn't about that. Eventually, I asked her to change the dress and wear something else, something more appropriate. But she turned this into a huge argument about me treating her selfishly and basically choosing my uncle and his wife's feelings over hers because I told her, I don't want this to affect my relationship with my uncle. She got all stubborn and refused saying she either keeps the dress or not go. She chose to stay. I went to the wedding without her and I wasn't happy. Since then, she'd been giving me the cold shoulder, saying I deprived her of being at the wedding by policing her looks and disregarding her feelings. I asked how she'd feel if someone showed up in a white dress at our wedding, for example. Would she be okay with that? I got a no response, but all she says now is I chose my uncle and his wife's feelings over hers. Am I the asshole? You know, wife admitted at the very end there, she wouldn't be happy if someone done that at her wedding. So she knows she's wrong in this situation. She, kn- I think she knew exactly what she was doing to purchase it, what, three weeks before the wedding, and then suddenly give away this yellow dress. It's all a bit too much, isn't it, really? It's like yeah you know exactly what you're doing in the situation but i don't understand how that how wife can stand there and she'd be comfortable going to a wedding knowing she was wrong and still stand there at the dress that's that's a completely different attitude that i just can't get myself i can't put myself in someone's shoes like that you know imagine well they probably don't feel awkward but i'd feel me in my white dress at the wedding (laughs) would feel so awkward to be stood there knowing everyone would be talking about it everyone would be pointing it out it'd be just so awkward so you're definitely not the asshole in this situation to me but let's check out some comments to see what they say so we'll start off with nervous lizard saying it's too close of a coincidence that she bought a white dress before and just had to give the yellow one away good for you for sticking up for your uncle and his bride you potentially prevented a huge scene and saved family drama if she genuinely wanted to go to the wedding and not have drama, changing would have been a simple request. I don't think you chose their feelings, you chose what was right and kind, because her choice would have had a negative impact on others. She's trying to manipulate the situation into being about her feelings, but this was a choice she made that unfortunately had consequences. That is on her. Your wife knows it was wrong, that's why she won't answer you when you remind her that she wouldn't be okay with it at her wedding. Not the asshole. And French's lawyer says your wife is an arsehole and she knows it. She also knows that wearing white to another woman's wedding is not only wrong, but a clear attempt to stand up the bride and steal her moment. Assuming, of course, the wedding is in a culture where the bride wears a white dress and nobody else does, which I assume we're talking about here. More, your wife tried a power play and lost. That's gonna be a problem for a long time because you chose your uncle's happiness over her desire to show up his wife. You absolutely did the right thing. You are not the arsehole and you still lose because your wife's mad and will likely never forget this maybe you want to consider this and think about whether this is a one-off or a deeper problem in her personality if she's going to be like this for your entire life well that's some thinking to do an animal lime says not the arsehole your wife was being unbelievably selfish does she really not understand how rude it is to wear white at a wedding where you are not the bride adept one says not the arsehole she was being incredibly rude This isn't a matter of prioritizing feelings. This is a matter of not standing by while someone is being an asshole. You are not required to prioritize your spouse's hateful feelings and actions just because you're married to her. And Devlin says, you need to get your wife to post on here. She'd get ripped apart in no time. And then you're not the bad guy anymore.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...
1: not the arsehole. Some interesting comments there, but let's move on to the next story. And our next story is from Pink Monkey World. Am I the arsehole for walking out of a practice after my substitute swim coach told me I couldn't? For some background, I, 15 female, have been swimming competitively for a club team for a little over seven years, which means I know every coach very well and have been coached by almost all of them at some point. I also work for the swim team and teach swim lessons to the younger kids. This is an official job. I have a work permit and receive consistent pay for teaching these lessons. I teach swim lessons for the team twice a week. The lessons are scheduled to start 10 minutes after my practice gets done. So if I'm coaching, I typically get out of practice five to 10 minutes early so I can shower and change. These are older kids, so I don't have to be in the water with them. My supervisor likes us to be a few minutes early and I also like to look presentable at least and be a good role model to the younger kids. The other day, my current coach, 30-ish male, wasn't able to make our practice, which doesn't happen very often. Instead of canceling practice, another one of the coaches, 50-ish female, took his place. We all knew this coach very well and I personally had her as a coach for three and a half years. She had a lot of experience and was constantly going to conventions to learn how to coach her swimmers better. My typical coach is very aware that I leave early on these days and it has been going on for several weeks. When I saw we had the other coach for the day, I immediately went up to her and told her I would be getting out early. She replied by saying, 10 minutes was plenty of time. I tried to explain that the job started in 10 minutes and I needed to be there early, but she insisted that 10 minutes was enough. At this point in my life, saving up for a car, I prioritized my job over athletics and decided I would be leaving when I needed, no matter what she said. About 10 minutes early, I got out of the pool and put my equipment away. The substitute coach stopped me and told me to get back in the pool and finish the current set, which would be ending a few minutes after practice should end actually. I repeated myself telling her that I had to leave to get ready for work, but she told me again to put my cap back on. I then proceeded to tell her how I admired her as a coach. She was always learning new coaching techniques and she had so much experience and knowledge, but I needed to leave. I calmly stated that my job isn't optional and that my supervisor expected me to be there early. Even after all this, she was still upset and told me to get back in the pool. I firmly said I was not asking for permission. I was telling her I was leaving and then walked out. She was gone by the time I returned to the pool deck to begin work. I never stood up to an adult like that and I'm wondering if I made the right decision. I don't want her to tell my normal coach and have him be upset either. Am I the asshole? Now, the way you came up this one and everything else, you was totally respectful in what you said. You wasn't being rude or anything like that. You went to the coach and asked and you said, look, I need to leave 10 minutes early because I have a job to go to. The previous coach knows about this arrangement and there's there's no problem with it. So this person was clearly on some sort of power trip telling you to just get back in the pool and put your cap back on. You was totally mature and did the correct thing in this situation, in my opinion. And I wouldn't be worried about other coach finding out because anyone looking into the situation and the interaction between that that you two just had, I think everyone will see that you was being respectful and you was looking after your responsibilities and that other coach should be proud of you for that. And if they're not, then they got their own problems themselves, right? So absolutely not the arsehole to me, but let's check out some comments to see what they say. In around says, not the arsehole, you handled this like an adult would you have a priority obligation and they weren't being respectful of your time and stated needs substituting their own supposition over your experience of being in this exact situation before while there may be fallout you did what you were supposed to and sleeping rana says not the arsehole you're a high schooler and you have a stronger spine than most adults you're doing amazing honey and his impending boldness says not the arsehole good for you you honored your work commitment and you went about it in a really good way by starting with a compliment it's a management technique to help bad news go down better. It didn't work out, but it's great at diffusing anger. If you need to, talk to your usual coach and let them know what happened, but you are fine. And we'll have one more from Dr. Fish Taco saying, Not the arsehole, she was being unreasonable, but you need to tell your coach and explain to him how you tried to explain it to her. Most likely, she'll tell him and say you were being insubordinate. That's a very good point there. What if she gets to, you know, coach first and twist this tail in some way that will, that will reflect bad on OP? What could she do then? Anyway, let's move on to the next story. And this next story comes from It's My Deck. Am I the for essentially telling my neighbor to F off after she asked me to stop smoking on my deck? That's pretty much it, but I'll provide some more context. This happened tonight. I went out on my back deck for a smoke. I could hear that my next door neighbors were having some people over on their deck. There's a fence separating us, so I couldn't see them. I'm not close with my neighbors, but we've never had any problems before. So then my neighbor called over to me and asked me to stop smoking because her pregnant sister was over and didn't want the secondhand smoke. My first thought was, fuck no, but I politely told her that I was on my own deck and that I wanted to finish my cigarette, but to have a nice night she gets pissed off and is all i've dealt with secondhand smoke from you since we've moved here and never once said anything and that she was asking me this one time as if i'm this fucking bitch for smoking i never knew she had a problem with my smoking and i honestly don't give a shit it's my yard and i can smoke a fucking cig if i want to so i yell at her exactly that and she starts to yell back but her husband tells her to shut up and they go inside So I stay outside, pissed as fuck, and finish my cigarette before I go inside and told my roommate what happened. I kinda expected her to be on my side because she's also a smoker, but she told me that I should have made a one-time exception for the pregnant woman and that I acted like a bitch. I don't think it's right for her to tell me what to do on my property, but now I'm feeling kinda guilty. Not that guilty, but kinda. (laughs) Am I the asshole? There's a couple of updates, which we're gonna cover straight away because they don't add too much to the story, so. Update, as of this morning, my kinda guilty feeling has thankfully subsided and I'm completely fine with how the entire interaction went down. Thanks all, seems a mix of not the arsehole and you're the arsehole, so I'm just going to chalk it up to reasonable people can disagree. Oh, and a special shout out to the people telling me that smoking is a nasty habit that causes cancer. I guess we learn something new every day, you're all so helpful. <laughs> Update as of this afternoon, I was banned for not accepting my judgement fair enough honestly i don't accept that i was the asshole at all i would just delete this post to spare you all from having to lecture me from how gross smoking is but deleting an active discussion is against the sacred rules so have at it i'll be outside smoking and we'll start off with going kermit says not the asshole, but people will call you the asshole for not making an exception why couldn't the pregnant lady have walked inside for a second it goes both ways people Contrary to what some people on this sub may want you to believe, having a child doesn't mean others have to stop their lives for you. I'm sorry, but OP is not the asshole in this situation. And Serato says, I'm not the arsehole. I've had neighbours who smoked and their smoking has caused me to go inside and close windows before. I may not like it, but it's their property. That's why I took steps to avoid the smoke. Believe me, I would love to call you the arsehole since this story involves smoking and a pregnant woman. It would have been nice if you had put the cigarette out when you were asked, but the pregnant woman could have just as easily had gone inside. It would be a whole different matter if you were doing something illegal or violating a lease provision, but it doesn't sound like you were. As a reasonable person, it's up to them to take steps to protect themselves, not expect others to stop what they are doing when they aren't doing something wrong. An it says, I can't pronounce that name, you're the arsehole, she asked you to stop, articulated why, and you responded with hostility. If you're close enough to talk like that on your respective decks, I'm assuming you're in townhomes or apartments where you live in close proximity. In these cases, your smoke doesn't stay on your property and is why many places prohibit that, since cigarette smoke can easily encroach on others' property. Either way, someone asks you to hold off from smoking near a pregnant woman and you got hostile, acting if she's barking out unreasonable demands. And Funky Orange Penguin says, You're the arsehole, I'm a smoker. I feel like it's always important to realize how foul the smell can be for other people. They've never said anything before. You could have made an exception this once, or at least there was no need to blow up like this when she seems to have just asked. You don't have to put out your smoke, and you can do whatever you want on your property. If everyone behaved like that, life would be a nightmare. And Ice Isle says, you're the arsehole. You may be smoking on your own property, but smoke travels and your action is affecting someone else's on theirs. I don't blast music loud enough to disturb my neighbors, despite me doing it on my property, because I'm not a dick. She asked for an exception and instead of understanding that your habit can be disrupting or even dangerous for others nearby, you became hostile. Don't be an uncompassionate smoker. And Bozo Bozo says you're the asshole. She didn't tell you the first time she asked with a reason and you came back with, this is my property. How dare you interfere with my freedom? (laughs) No wonder she got pissed. Granted, she shouldn't have engaged with you, but come on, man, not very neighborly of you. Sometimes it's nice to actually try and get along with people. And we have one more from Valerian saying, fellow smoker here, you're the asshole this time. If she was constantly complaining and you're allowed to smoke, I can't smoke in my backyard per local lures in my area, then she'd be the asshole. But she is only asking one time. Forget pregnancy is common courtesy if someone asks you not to smoke due to a one-off thing that nine times out of 10, you should put out your cig. Again, if she was doing this every night, I'd say you have your right to enjoy your SIG in your own house slash yard. But if this is a one-off event, it's the same as neighbor having a loud party or bright lights on. One time, seldom inconvenience. Just be the better person and suck it up. It won't kill you. Also, you could have easily done as requested, gone to the front of your house and lit up on your porch or driveway where no one was. Then neighbor can't host dinner and guess the same way. Now what do you guys make of this collection of stories? What are your verdicts on the stories? Let me know in the comments below. Once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy today's stories. And if you did, you know what to do. Hit that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. It massively helps out this channel. And I know you guys already know that. You do it so much for me already. And I'm so, so appreciative of it. If you want to support the channel further, you absolutely can by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. But never, ever any pressure to do so. I always see comments saying "Look, I can't afford it right now. Please never put yourself in any financial trouble trouble for me that's the last thing i want you know you just look after yourself you being here is always more than enough thank you so much for your love support and time and i will see you you spicy so-and-so in the next one take care guys much love